Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, today, I've got a bit of a different episode for you. Um, a few weeks ago, I did an interview on a show called Inversion. Inversion's a new show that's on Twitch, which is a uh, like a video podcast. I didn't know much about this until I was there doing it. Inversion's hosted by Fletch and co-host James, and also Silkroy was there. Uh, he was also being interviewed before me. But I had a really good time doing it. Uh, I had a few beers beforehand and um, I know I was a bit nervous, so I was really chatty. But um, yeah, enjoy. Welcome. Being here <laughs> and, uh, you know, freezing your ass off in the, name of, in the name of art and, you know, talking cool shit and stuff. Yeah. Um, just to thank Tom. Tom's, Tom's here with us as well. And uh, pretty... <laughs> I'm oh, pretty excited actually because um, I don't think I've had a chance to really sit down and have a chat to you no, about we, art and shit like that. We've like, spent many hours in the same room. I know, but uh, always had our heads down, working away. Yeah, <laughs> you painting, me sanding. Yeah, sanding, sanding. <laughs> mm. So um, you're in the arts hall at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So how are you finding the studio and all that? I miss those guys. Yeah, loving it. It's um, it was really uh interesting how I came uh, to be in there. Yeah, how did that how did that happen? Well, I, I really wanted to get some studio space, and I was looking around, and um, I'm friends with uh, Pilfer, yeah, and he's got a spot in there as well, and you know he just called me up and say what are you up to tonight, and let's go hang out in the studio and make some artwork, and I just ended up hanging out out there and just um got to know everyone, and then uh, yeah, spot opened up, and I jumped on it yeah, yeah you were there a few times I, I think i was still overseas at that stage yeah yeah oh actually no the first few times oh, the I first few times you were there. airbrush yeah i, I was thought like, so. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's our first uh yeah it took me a bit to get to know everyone but it, um yeah now yeah, i love it you know? <laughs> i'm curious to know how everything started for you and and where you where your artworks come from and how you've moved into doing all the things that you're doing because you're doing multiple things now you mm. you're, you're painting you're doing stuff out in the street. You're also doing Bench Talk, which is uh, an awesome podcast, which I think has yeah, been you. weighing long overdue for people to hear about a lot of these stories and that that you're actually doing. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm keen to find out more about where you started out and how you started. I mean, I've been aware of your work and I've known your work um, for, for quite a long time, mm. um, but I never really had the the connection of knowing you and your artwork and making okay. that kind yeah. of association or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get you. Um, well, I started uh, painting in 96, mm. I guess. I, um, I, I was, you know, I was doing like lots of uh, insides and things like that before then yeah. and tagging and, you know, had, had tags a long time before that. But, um, you know, I was like a skater hanging out with a graffiti artist. And, yeah, right. You came from the skate. I came side. from the skate skate side of things, yeah. you know, and like, and then um, there was a lot of uh, graffiti writers that were skating as well, and um, yeah, it was just like you know, you hang out and you do your thing, and then like when you're not skating, like they're they're piecing and stuff, and I'm still hanging out with them, and you know, spotting for them on track sides and all sorts of things like that, and I just really loved the uh, 
adventure element of it all. And you, you grew up here in Melbourne, right? Yeah, yeah, Always. grew up in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, but since I started painting, I've spent, I think, like nearly eight years yeah. outside of, like overseas, like all up. Wow, okay. Maybe even longer than that, I think. Because I know, I know you've travelled a lot yeah, as yeah. well. So. Yeah, so like, I don't know, like, I don't know, jumping around a bit, like a lot of my, yeah. um, like a lot of my, the art that I've done and a lot of my graffiti and a lot of my studio practice and all that has, has all been overseas. So that's why I've been a bit elusive on the Australian scene mm. and that's why people are like, oh, I sort of know you but I don't know you and, yeah. and all that. It's because I, um, you know, like I've got a... Uh, English wife, yep. and uh, you know we've been together for seventeen years now. So yeah, well, yep. yeah. So it's like you know she'll get homesick, we'll go back there for a while, back and forth, do a big big trip in between. You know. Yeah, I remember when I was younger, like I remember seeing your stuff. I was in high school, and I was like, mm. oh man, is he from England or is he from mm. Australia? Like, mm. oh, you're not where in is high he? School anymore. I'm not in high school anymore. I graduated. Yeah. Um, yes. But yeah, I remember I like not realizing. <laughs> congrats, man. Congrats, congrats. I passed. Yeah. Um, I remember, yeah, trying to like pin down where you're from. Like, yeah. oh man, he's got some stuff over here and stuff over there. Mm. Like, the first, the first yeah. stuff, the first real stuff I saw of yours, I think, was South America, maybe. Yeah. yeah. That was. Yeah. Um, I was over there for two years. Yeah. In 2011 to 13. Two years. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing in South America for two years? It's travel. Yeah, I just, uh, my wife and I bought a one way ticket. This is another trip to England, you know. We're All right. like, oh, yeah. let's go to England. Let's do it. Let's do it properly. It's a bit kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, we both, mm-hmm. like, we were um, staring at computers eight hours a day, maybe even longer, and uh, had cash. Save up a bit of money. Yeah, yeah. We had a, had a house and all that sort of stuff, still do, you know, like rented that out and just said, fuck it, let's go. And um, we bought one way tickets to. Uh, to um, Argentina. That's when you know yeah. you're going to be going for a while when you get a one-way yeah. ticket and it's like, yeah. yeah, just see how it goes. Argentina. That yeah, must be yeah. amazing. We, we flew into Buenos Aires mm. and that was, but then we went straight up north to um, Brazil because Carnival was about to happen. Oh. Went up for that and then it all, all like this hectic shit started to happen then, you know, like just getting mugged. And, shit. Oh, no, like, what was it like, like getting right? mugged over there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It must be real fun, right? <laughs> no, well, just like... Well, the first I guess... time sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the first time. <laughs> you got mugged more than once. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, okay. But the first time sucked. I had a bit of a rough rough mm. intro, you know what I mean? Especially being someone so, new, like... Yeah, but the thing is as well, we like we did heaps of... um, Like, we worked really hard to learn Spanish before mm. we left. Right. And so it was like really... um. You know, you think you think you got it. You know, yeah, you can yeah. sort of converse between each other, and then you can answer the teachers' questions and stuff like that. And you listen to the podcasts, and you think, "Oh, okay, actually, I understand what they're saying and all that." Then you get there, they're and you realise that that on the podcasts in the classes, they speak like this and only <laughs> use basic words. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, you get there, it's like, shit, I can't understand anything. You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, like I don't know, we're like. We went up to Brazil. It was all Portuguese anyway. But then, yeah. like straight away, like like on my first night there, I got bashed by the cops and that. And like, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. So that's a nice introduction. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Raw. female too. The female cops. <laughs> <bashed. laughs> were, were you actually doing anything wrong, or they were just shaking you down? No, nah, no. Nah, it was um. They after like because there were thousands of people. Like this is in uh, Salvador. Carnival, right? This is like uh, we weren't in Rio. We heard the real the real carnivals. Uh, carnivals. In yeah, Salvador. it was. <laughs> so we went. Fuck this. Let's go to where the, where it's really happening. You know. So we went up there, and there were millions of people around, and they um, and the uh, 
like the cops just walk in rows. They're more, not cops, they're more like military police, you know. Ah, uh, they're they like just walk in single file and you see all these like hard dudes in that and they're just like, fuck, you know, like, like, like behaving themselves around. I don't know, I come from, um, you know, graph and all that and being busted plenty of times and just not really liking the police, you know, and having this sort of idea in my head and I sort of saw them in my peripherals and stuff and so I'm not moving. Oh. And then the first one pushed me out the way and then the second one was this female cop. She just pulled out her bat and just started <gasps> clobbering me over the what head. What the fuck? Like, like on the ground and kicking me in that. And so in hindsight, you might have moved out <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now Shit, I saw him coming after that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just like everyone else, you know. It was like, fuck, I'm getting out of the way. Fuck no. But it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty shit, some of the things I was doing, though. Like, I don't know. It's like, because if... If you think about it, it's like a pretty lawless part of the world, yeah, yeah. and um, and there's some pretty hardened people over there. So they have to let them know who's boss, otherwise they'll get walked all over. So I, I see where they're coming from, but um, you know, we saw people like doing all sorts of shit, and the cops would turn a blind eye yeah. and then walk up to some 16 year old kids who look like they were middle class and fully like, like them out. yeah, like, like searching and like really like invading their privacy and yeah, right. You know, like even with girls, like making them, like, you know, putting their hands all up their bras and stuff and feeling for drugs and stuff. Okay, and it's hell. just like, come on, man, what about these guys over here, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Would have, been, like, would have been pretty eye-opening, right? Yeah, in, yeah. in amongst all that. Yeah, yeah. You, you were painting, though, as well. Yeah, At the same yeah. time while yeah, you were traveling, right? Over there. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. have any runs with the cops for that? No. I think. <laughs> no. just no run-ins with the cops for fucking nah, painting or anything, nah. but run-ins when you're just actually like. I had run-ins with, and... with people, with locals. Yeah, know? right. Okay. And um, and that like, was just like, what the fuck, you know? Good or like, bad? Bad. Oh, I had plenty of good ones. Mm. You know, I got invited into people's houses for meals and yeah. stuff like that, and, and I didn't know anyone, so I was painting on my own. Like I wasn't um. You didn't really hook up with anybody when you were there, or like. In a few countries, like in mm-hmm. in in Bogota, yep. in Colombia. I've heard Colombia is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooked up with this guy that writes zombie over there. He was he was fucking cool, man. He hooked me up. And um Yeah, a few other like not many other places. Mm. It was I? Uh, you know. Pretty much that's it. When we came up through um through Mexico and that went to the, the States. Did you go to Guatemala? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Road tripped across the states and ended up uh, meeting some writers over there as well. Like uh, actually in Buenos Aires, I painted with a guy who writes Link. He was fresh, okay. you know. He was cool. Cool. What guy. was Buenos Aires like? That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. It was, was real really funny cool. actually. This guy Link, like you know, I don't, he can't really speak English, so probably won't be listening to this. But um, <laughs> he's like you know all tatted up and stuff like that, and he drives a bit of a like muscle car and stuff. And he goes, meet me at this intersection. And I met up and he's like, it's pretty hectic. Waiting at the intersection. <laughs> pretty, pretty hectic uh, intersection. And um, and so the car's everywhere and it's like, opens, swings up the door. And he's like, jump in. And I jump in. And over there, the greeting like with guys is they kiss each other on each cheek. And it's like, I pull it out of my hand and he's just like. <laughs> it's like, hey! <laughs> there he goes on the check. It's like, fuck, man. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, you got to fit in, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought it was real funny, you know, because he was like, you know, I got the paint. Let's go fucking do this, you know. And it was like, come on. <laughs> Let's kiss first. Yeah, yeah. Kiss then paint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's so that's why you travel is to be around different cultures, you know. So you've yeah. you've you've traveled a lot. Um how has that actually impacted on on your actual work? I mean well, you seem to be you seem to be really well traveled, you've seen a lot. Mm. Um 
speaking for me, that always has an impact on what I Yeah. Do. Well, I guess I've got a, um, I don't know, I haven't really thought about this, but I've got like a, a, like a pre-internet mongrel style, Yeah. I guess, you know, from all my traveling. Like I remember the first time I went traveling was um, 2001. And I spent three years in Europe, or oh, two years, two and a half, yeah, two and a half years in Europe, and I hung out with a lot of writers over there and started to um, adapt to, I guess, a more European style. Mm. But I always kept the the Melbourne wild style edge yeah. to it. So, like, they saw it as like, well, you know, you've got this unique style because it's coming from Melbourne, but um, I got influenced that. by their yeah. stuff, you know. So it was like, like sort of bubble Euro style, but then with lots of connections in it. So, yeah. um. Yeah, as a bit of a, a mongrel style. But then when I remember returning back to uh, Melbourne and everyone was just like, you know, bagging me out. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's what like is fucking that? Euro shit. It's like everyone's like, I used to like your pieces, man, but fuck nowadays. You know, like, <laughs> it's I like, like you your know, old stuff better yeah, than yeah, your new stuff. Yeah, it's like, why don't you paint like that? And it's like, well, yeah, now, I've painted now, like yeah. that, you know. And now there's now I paint like this. around? Yeah. Well, there's yeah. still an old wall of you and Histo's in Fitzy or something, like maybe near like Hoddle or something. Yeah. It's like a nice, like, old sort of, you know, where you were doing that Melbourne sort of semi-wild. That's yeah. what I came, you know, that's what I came up with when I was looking yeah, at that yeah. stuff, you know. But, yeah. um, yeah, then when you started travelling, like you said, yeah. sort of started changing a lot. But Well, that would have been in yeah. between because, like, when I met Histo on that, that was, like, after I came back from um, from Europe the first time. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So I'd already, like, that's when a lot so of people you went were bagging to you. me out, you know. <clears throat> But uh, even now, I cop it. You know, I had someone wrote me an email the other day going, "Why, why do you paint like you shit?" <laughs> I've, I've seen, I've, I've seen old pieces that were really good. Why do you paint like you don't know what you're doing? It's like, <laughs> There's a word for that, right? Like any style. Any style, right? Like, no, no, it's not no, any style. I'm all no. about style. <laughs> I can't believe paint, somebody yeah. actually took the time out just to actually say, yeah. why do you paint? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, five people that like your stuff, five people that hate your stuff. Exactly. You know, this exactly. is true. Exactly. At least yeah. you're paying attention. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. so. that's how I've always thought about art. Like, I like that, like, naive and funky art that, that but I've been painting for 20 years yeah. over that, you know, 96, mm. what, 21 years, you know. So I, I look at, um, you know, some writers and people go, like, people who don't know shit will go, oh, fuck, that guy's toy or whatever, you know. And it's like, nah, man, that, that guy's a kid. He knows you what know? he's doing. You're like, he, he paints know. like yeah. that deliberately. Yeah. He's yeah. not trying to get good. He's already good, you know, yeah. and that's how he paints. He's just trying and you can new see things. It, you know, and... yeah, he's got flow. He's got, he knows his colours, you know. He's, he's got, he's, he's up, you know. He's not just posting to Instagram to get the likes and exactly. then going mm. to exactly. the next thing yeah. and, like, following that style. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like I'm not saying I'm the authority on what's good and what's bad because I'm not. I'm just a guy with an opinion, you know. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, yeah. look, uh, time helps as well. Yeah. You know, you see different movements. You have enough time invested in what you're passionate about, mm. and you pay attention. You know. Yeah. And when you pay attention to these things, you notice mm. more things. Yeah. And you learn more, and you want to try different things. Mm. You want to like move throughout your styles, and you want to you give less a shit about that kind of thing. Your studio work is it's it's quite vastly different to the work that you were doing before. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's I know I know you have this this almost split personality. Like your show, you yeah. know, your, your show was a kind of an, an embodiment of that, really. Like mm. the the split between this persona and that persona. Yeah, can you tell us? Well, yeah. Well, what what I'm painting a lot now on the streets is. Uh, is the characters, the heads and stuff, 
Yeah, yeah. either. It's not a very good one. <laughs> Don't look at that one. But um, but yeah, like, and I also do that as a studio practice as well. But that what what that is is pretty much my throw up. Where did you know, it come? Yeah, where did it come from? That's drawing South American guys and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? right. Okay. I actually properly started doing them when I was in India. I spent four months in India and um. And, uh, you know, everywhere is just like roller paint with a can of black. Yeah. And that's all I had. And then um, I was with some friends and we were like, oh, let's do a character wall. And then it's like, hang on, how about we just, I just got a roller and started doing some um, like oval shapes. I said, how about we just do the heads and then we just use the cans of black and add the features in. And they were like, yeah, good idea. Yeah, right. And then I started doing it and then it's like, this is my idea, guys. Don't fucking mind it, you know. You know, I want, I want to actually like roll with this. And now, it's like, quick. It's a, yeah, they were like, yeah, no, it's cool. And I've always struggled with throw ups and stuff, you know. Like, I do them. Mm. I've always done them, but it's just like I don't know. It's sort of like I see really funky uh, throw ups on the street, and I'll be like, man, my throw ups. I wish my, I wish mine was like that, you know. But I don't even try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then once I started doing these guys, it was like, man, you're all that's, set. That's my throw, you know. And I can execute them really quick, you know. Mm. It's like. Yep. I reckon it's almost worth like 10 tags. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you, it's the face. So people it's identify with it. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's what you're after. You're after like a throw is identity, right? Mm. Like you're doing mm. it so yeah. that you can cover a big space so that yeah. it brings attention. Yeah. But it's also identity. You want somebody to be able to look at it and go, yeah. okay, that's his. Mm. Like whether you're doing that with letters or you're doing it with like a more yeah. character based thing, it doesn't matter. Some of the best throws I've ever seen. Uh, character based mm. as yeah, well. Yeah, for so sure. It's you know. about the coverage, right? Yeah. And and, and speed and the yeah. spot. Yeah. People what, think, what? Sorry. sorry. No, no, go people think you're up a lot more, you know, yeah. because they've seen it somewhere yeah. and then mm. they see you do it or they see it somewhere else. But it's like I said, you know, it's like it's worth like 10, yep. 10 broies. But no, characters, no, no, no. street artist characters. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Caros, fuck, man. And, you know, a production with Caros is. Cornerstone. Yeah. You know? Mm. Caros add life to everything, man. Mm. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, like when I'd, I'd go out and do a write, like a bunch of throwies with some like with, with some other writers, and we go out and we'd do a whole bunch of spots in one night. And sometimes there'll be like five of us, and for some reason, like on the internet, on all the like people, in, people instead of taking photos of the whole wall would just take a photo of Miami because they could identify with it. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not just two letters or a quick trolley yeah. or something like that. They're like, oh, look, it's a face. You know, and I thought, mm. oh, that's what I'm onto something. So, mm. you, know. so you, you yeah. developed that idea as well, like into yeah. into the show and into canvases yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, getting back to what you were saying before, it's like I, um, I've, I've always, I don't know, like working in corporate jobs and stuff like that and having like a life outside of graffiti, you know, which I've tried <laughs> myself on. <laughs> Is, um, it, it happens. Yeah, it like happens. I'm, I'm proud to be an artist. Like I love it. I like it. when people ask me what I do for a living. I love to say that I'm an I'm an artist and this is what I do. You know, but when they go, when they're like non-writers, and then they go, oh, so show me your art, and all you've got to show is a handful of pieces and yeah. photos and stuff. I'm like, it's like, yeah, I just it really jarred with me, and it's like I've got to start developing an art practice outside of graffiti. Mm. And so, um, I think 2013. I um I made a decision to draw draw in a book every day, or like little books like this. Like this is one of my books, you know, and just like sort of draw a page or something like that. But yeah. Make sure it's non-graph, because every time I grab a piece of paper, I go, oh, I'm going to develop yeah. this art style. I'll grab a piece of paper and just go, Aeon, you know, yeah. all this sort of yeah. stuff. And yeah. Start doing graph, you know, and um, so yeah, so I started developing like um, literally force yourself into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like all right. 
here's my pens, here's my paper. All right, what am I going to draw? It's like, fuck, I don't even know. I don't even know. So I started drawing my surroundings and, um, yeah, take photos with my phone a lot, scroll through them, find things to draw, you know. But it, it, like till this day, I still draw every single day, every day. I've noticed you've done like a lot of houses and fences oh, recently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm still yeah. Stuck the, houses, the houses and fences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like them. Yeah. I like them. Like I've drawn lots of things. Like yeah. if you look through my books, they're not all houses and fences. Can I look? Like, yeah, this one's a bit of a guest book. This one. So look, I drew plants the other day. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> but uh, well, oh, I like, like this Japan. Yeah, I just um, I draw like what's ev- what's in front of me. Like for mm. instance, like like there's all these cables all over the table. And I might draw them because, and then I'd bring that into my graffiti, which I've mm. been doing like certain wiry pieces and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like mm. I, I really like fences and houses and stuff because I was living in Barcelona as well. So like that's where the architectural thing sort of really came into it. The houses, these, so these, I mean, these houses, to me, this like, it feels America. That's Sydney actually. <coughs> Is it? Like, cause I, that's the thing. I take photos of houses and I draw oh, them over okay. coffee in the morning because I'm usually sitting in the, at the same table having my morning coffee and yeah. that's when I do my drawing. And, I, and there's a whole room. I've drawn the whole room in mm. elements of the room so many times that uh, like I take photos with my phone and I, I draw from there. But, um, you know, but it's good because I always look, I use them as like a visual diary. And I, that looks so back to the future. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's some yeah, Arabian like, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, like, Instagram and screen. Yeah. Chapel Street, <laughs> Chaplap, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. It looks like Thriller with like yeah. a sweet 80s car. Yeah. It's amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 real life somewhere in the world. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere in the world, somewhere in Colombia. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but from these drawings, like I, if I'm starting a painting in the studio, like I'll flick through my books. I've got piles of them, and it's mm. like they're all bookmarked and dog-eared and stuff like that. But I find pages, and it's like, all right, I'm painting that today. They're Sometimes quick. one painting could consist of like ten different pages or whatever. But um, you know. That's where our style comes from. It comes from traveling, comes from using my eyes, and mm. it comes from using my pens and then, turn, and then bringing the paints out, you know. Um, well, it culminated in your show about two months ago, mm. right? Like, yeah. That, that all kind of like yeah. moved in towards that. Yeah. yeah. It's weird because uh, like people see a lot of the development of that and they go, oh, it was so like Spanish and South American and that. And it's like, yeah, because I was living in Spain mm. and I was in South America. <laughs> But then the paintings I actually did were all very Australian looking. And it's like, yeah, because yeah. I'm in Australia and these are like, they're like old drawings I don't really care to turn into paintings because I'm inspired by new stuff every day. And it's like, oh, but look at that. It took me time mm. to actually digest your work and to digest that show. Mm. And when I when I kind of like after a bit of time and I thought about it and I'd like thought about it and gone, this is... It's very iconic. It has it, it? It literally has like these little. <clears throat> it's unlike icon. A lot of it's a lot of uh, iconography. Mm-hmm. Um, it's minimal representations of ideas. Yeah, and I think that's what I struggled with because I'd been familiar with your work. I was one of those guys. Like I'd been familiar with your work previously, and it was that you know it's the the graph style. It's all that, and then I walked into the exhibition and I'm like, okay, I don't I don't get it. Even though I'd seen you working on the stuff, mm-hmm. I specifically made myself not look at the stuff in the studio so that I didn't really have a good idea as to it. And it, it took me a, a little while to come ac- to, I don't know, how do you say, like <clears throat> to understand what you were actually doing with the work, yeah. you know, yeah. that you deliberately stripped everything back yeah. into these like little 
they're like little punches of ideas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I like to um, work with a minimal colour palette. Mm. That's why I like these books. I just have a red and a black pen and that's yeah. it. And it's like I'll look at something that, that, that if you were to do like a screen print of it, it might be like a 12-colour screen print. But it's like, shit, how am I going to break this down into like two colours? Sort of like a, a GIF, you know, if you're working in digital and you've got to like crunch it down yeah. to make it work. It's like similar thing. And um, yeah, I just I just really like stripping it back and going, um, well, there might be lots of different colours, but you try and make sure that, like I use the paper as a colour a lot. Like I'll have, like there'll be a, a white theory in the middle or whatever, but it's like I have to draw space. around it. I'm not draw, drawing it in, I'm drawing it around it to make, make mm. that, that work, you know. And um it also comes from, I guess, I've worked as a graphic designer for a long time mm. and there's uh, certain design styles which are really um, hyper-real and uh, I've always liked classic, you know, not hiding behind, um, you know, fades and gradients and all that type of stuff and making You it, like the blocks, you like the, the, the distinct... Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's you know, it's like I like using a classic typeface and mm -hmm. good typography and all that type of stuff and... Um, you know, we're not hiding behind like all this other Effect, stuff. All the fancy yeah, stuff. Smoke, yeah, smokes yeah. and smokes and mirrors and like camouflage. Yeah, and bullshit, yeah. You know, and it's I've, too I've, much of that shit these yeah, days. I think. Yeah, and I've even found that with my pieces now. Like, I, most of the time, I just do one color. Keep them minimal, right? Yeah, and that all came from um, traveling in like South America and also India, where all I had at my my disposal was roller paint, and then the only cans I could find that would work were cans of black. So I was just. What you know, like, and you can see, like, I know I can see eras of like all weeks and week periods where it's like, all right, I've got, um, you know, I was in, you know, for instance, Nicaragua, it was all blue because I had a bucket of blue paint and I carried it everywhere. This is all like, I've seen like, this, like, you know, like Macatron when he yeah. traveled through that, like, you yeah. know, he's got a he's got a can of paint. I painted with him in, um, in Brazil, actually. Okay. We yeah, hung yeah. out in Rio. because And it's was, just brush paint, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was uh, married to a Portuguese, uh, to a Brazilian girl. Mm. And she took um, she took us up into the favelas. And it was fucking crazy, man. It was like um, she started talking to some person on the street. And they, were, they took us for a tour all through the favelas and just that. And we went up all through the buildings and stuff. <clears> and then we um, found a guy that sold paint. And then me and Maca just went, just did a whole bunch of pieces. And we painted this um, this entrance to a big like block of houses and that. And um, these guys, these kids were all sitting like on the walls where we're painting and that. We're talking to them and they're like, "We're bored." And we're like, "Oh, why are you bored?" And they go, "The police took our guns, you know." <laughs> and it was like, and it was at um, the same place where um, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. No, it was the same place where City of God was. Yeah, from. right. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. fucking and, amazing. Yeah. And while they were taking us through there, like um, this lady goes, "Oh, see this." Um, this is a police station, and you saw it, and it's riddled with bullets, well, wow. and like with bullet holes everywhere. And then she goes, "Yeah, it was. It's like this is a real statement in the favelas. It used to be, um, it used to be the the, the king of the, the the drug dealers. This was like the big big boss's house, and the police fucking oh, raided took it, it, took it over, killed him, and took over the place. Ooh. And now it's like the the, the police station." Wow. And they're like, now we now we run the favelas. So did you paint the wall outside? No, no, no. <laughs> but we but there was like um there were plenty of pieces and that in there. But uh, we got told by locals that we're not, we're not meant to be painting in there and that yeah. because like you're not meant to be able to identify any of the houses. It's like you know go like okay. go buy the drugs from the the place with the the blue aon piece on it. 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's meant to be like everything's supposed to be. Everything's sort of uniform and yeah. keep it like that. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's a favela. It's a fucking yeah. colourful playground, you know. It's like, but I guess that, to them, they think it's like, you know, don't yeah. have any identifiable So that things. that I, I can see how that could have branched into this whole minimal aesthetic that you kind of like look yeah. at with the colours and, yeah. you know. Well, I painted pretty much exclusively like one colour fills and black outlines for like five years, you know. Yeah. And then I, got to, then I moved to Barcelona and it was just like I had... That um, helped a lot, actually, like not having the option yeah. to actually yeah. use other colours or anything yeah, it's like that. great exercise, just mm. like focus on what you're painting. Yeah, yeah. I, found, like, I found I found yeah. that, 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 that thing, um, travelling around Asia a lot as well, where, where paint isn't always as readily available and stuff and just having the minimal palette that you need to do and the shit that you can get out of having such a minimal palette yeah. and extending it as far as you fucking can is amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Can't hide from the style, right? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, that's one reason yeah. I, I love sage pieces, you know. Back yeah. with Dulux and Tuxin cans, yeah. Yeah. The funny thing was is I, I arrived in um, Barcelona and then, like, you know, MTNs from Barcelona. It's dirt <laughs> yeah. cheap and all that. yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I started buying all, going to a paint shop and <clears throat> go, buying all the colours of the rainbow and not knowing how to use them. And, yeah, oh, man, yeah. I need some fucking shockers, you know. It's like there's nothing problem. wrong with the style, yeah. but the colour combos were just Colour like, combos, oh, because you didn't know them. I forgot right. how to use paint, you know. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> like, and then it's just like, all right, give me, <laughs> give me five cans of red, <laughs> two cans of black. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those are the best pieces to me. You know, they are yeah. the, the, the scraps where you or the what, yeah. where you don't have the option where you do. Just three, four colors. Like, yeah. I, I, I love that. I find I struggle to do it myself because I'm like, mm. I'm like, you. I go to a paint store and I'm just like. Honestly, know, I think yeah. I've, I've painted some of my best pieces when I've been traveling, where I'm yeah. like, I can only buy six to eight cans because I'm not going to paint anymore because yeah. I'm fucking out of here in a day. Yeah. So I want to use all the paint that I've got and then having to be really like specific as to what colours you have to choose. Mm. Yeah. And then not going overboard because you don't want to get too much because yeah. then you know. I suppose, you know, you're limited, so your style mm. kind of just shines through. Mm. Yeah. You know? mm. But you break the rules that you've been told that it's meant to be yeah. rules, which is bullshit. You ah, know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh I'm gonna do a um you do a red fill, but then you do a red background as well. And then it's like you can't do With that chrome. because like it's the same colour as your fill and this and it's like, no, but you do it. You make it work. You might have yeah. to add some element to it, identify it as a background. Yeah. But it's still, it's, mm. it's, you, you make it work, you know. So you would have you would have met a lot of people in your travels as well. Do yeah, you keep in, yeah. Do you keep in contact with a lot of any of those yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah, I've got lifelong like friends everywhere, you know. And, um, and that's the thing about, about travel as well. People say, you know, I'm, I don't speak to this person or that person anymore because I'm not in that country anymore. But if you go back to that country, you can not see them for years. It's and like straight up, and, you, and you then your arms around I found that as well. I found that as well. Yeah, give them a kiss on the cheek. You know? <laughs> and same thing, like if, if, if they if they turn up, and same thing if they turn up here, yeah. then it's like okay, same thing. let's it's find like you your, your yeah. friends. It's your friends for life. You know, yeah. it's um especially if you share like experiences with people. Like I've um you know I've been in some dicey situations mm. with people and I. I haven't seen them for years and then you see them again and it's like, we're still here. You know, like, <laughs> like it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, okay, segueing into that, into, into bench talk mm. and um, obviously, you know, you spent a lot of years travelling, you met a lot of people, you heard a shitload of stories. Mm. How did, uh, tell us a bit about bench talk and how you actually like, 
you you've you've done this this thing now. And how many episodes you're up to now? Uh, 60 That's 60 interviews with yeah. 60 different people. Yeah. I know from experience talking to that many people you get some really interesting things and mm. like you hear. But when you started it and when you did it, why did you start it? Well, um, I was working in design when I, um, excuse me, oh, pizza and beer. Yeah, pizza and beer. Um, it's the good shit, man. Uh, Come on. I was, um, yeah, I was working in graphic design and just listening to a lot of podcasts while I work. And, uh, yeah, I was just... What are, what are you, some of your favourites? Uh, they're, they're quite um, weird ones. <laughs> Have you ever listened to Adventures in Design? Yeah, like, um, I'm not it's really okay. that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, okay. I've, I've tried to, that's the thing. I've tried, I, Welcome I, to Night Vale. I've listened to a lot of like... Um, <laughs> Night like Vale's awesome. Spirituality and like okay. entrepreneurial type ones as okay. well. So ones about like bettering yourself as a person. Mm-hmm. Like that's something I'm really into. You are amazing. No, like, it's not like, that, yeah, not like that. But like, no, I think everyone can go with a bit of uh, motivation to be a better human yeah. being, you know. So bit of advice here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I like to listen to, you know. It's, it's, I've never admitted that to anyone. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, you've got to hear that. But, I, but I, I like that stuff. And then I, was like, I listen to Dungeons & Dragons podcast, dude. There so, you go. That's it. Right. See? Same, same, yeah. same level. I, I, that's, yeah. that's my thing. You, yeah. should, um, you should talk to George Rose. I think she probably listens to the same one. Yeah. <laughs> It's quite possible. Yeah. Critical role. Yeah. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I um, I, I started trying to find good art ones, and I was looking everywhere, and I, fa- I actually found an awesome one called the Accidental Creative. Yeah, haven't heard about that. Man, that's this guy it, Todd yeah. Henry. He's like, yeah. he's all about all the different elements behind the creative thought process, mm. and it's like, and also how to make it as a creative, and um. You know, blocks and hurdles you have in your path and stuff like that. And I was like really inspired by that. Yeah, I was, I was trying to find good, good, uh, like good ones for to listen to. I wanted to hear about like artists that I'm into and mm. things that are happening. And I and I was listening to all these good questions being asked. And it's like, man, if I'm asking them to like artists, I'd really like to find out more about that. And also, I was working um, corporate. Mm. Not corporate. I was working in big design agencies and stuff yeah, like that. You know, same. at the time I was working in Spain, and um, you know, I, I just thought, like, I went um, hiking in the mountains with my wife, and we got talking. And I find when you're in the great outdoors, all the good ideas come to you. And she's like, "You know, a lot of good artists." And it's like, "Yeah, I know." And it's like, and I'm thinking maybe I'll start my own podcast. And she, at first, she started laughing at me. It's like, come on, you know, it's like, nah, man. <laughs> I think I could. I think I can do it. I think I know enough people I can talk to and that. And mm. been listening to all these other podcasts, and I, I can hear their interview techniques and the questions. So I type of questions I ask, and then I really started thinking about it and thinking, you know, like my dream would be to live off my artwork. Mm. And it's like that's it. I'm going to interview artists who are living off their artwork and find out how they're doing it. And um, yeah, so that's what I started doing. I started you, calling up friends and said, hey, can I interview you? You know, yeah. so the first interview I did was with 2-1. Um, Hero. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. and he was in, because uh, he's a really old friend of mine. He's in Berlin, right? Yeah, he yeah. lives in Berlin. But, but this is when I didn't start it until I got back to Melbourne. Okay. And he was in town just for a project. Mm. And I thought, oh, I was like, I really wanted to interview him. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm not quite ready, not quite ready. You keep putting off things. He was and one he, of the first people I ever interviewed. He was yeah. the second, the second inter- after Dabs Marler mm. was the first. And then mm. artist-wise, Dabs Marler. And then Hero was the second person I interviewed. And mm. I went to his studio in uh, Collingwood. Oh, yeah. Cool. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And he just said, oh, like, um, yeah, he goes, yeah, let's do it. And so I 
had to bite the bullet. And I, my dad, <laughs> my dad had this little um, microphone that plugged into an iPad. Oh, and nice. I got the dictaphone out. Yeah, it just yeah. hit record and um, sat on like um, Ghost Patrol's rooftop and recorded it. And that was the first episode. And I've done one every week since then. So what changed? What, what what changed from that first one that you did mm-hmm. up until now? I mean, obviously, you're looking at. at, at different ways of interviewing or you're looking at different techniques or different and even down to equipment that you're using and all that it's been a massive learning curve for you yeah i don't have all the get up like you do i've still got to keep it pretty basic i've just got to um use this anytime you want yeah i just got like a microphone like a decent one that i bought that i plug into um my laptop and just like run a yeti like a yeti yeah yeti yeah, yeah, blue yeah yeti. yeti's a great and then um perfect yeah and then uh and i just record straight in the garage band Oh, sweet. No. Yeah, yeah, keep it pretty ghetto, you know. It's like just whatever <laughs> yeah. I got. But it's great quality. Yeah, it so, works. It yeah, works, you know. Yeah. And, um, what about interview wise? Like, interview, I, I'm still <laughs> shit. <laughs> I still no, don't know what no, I'm doing. I disagree well, with that. I, no, well, yeah. I, I still don't know what I'm doing. I, I That's say I'm the, a good thing. You're, you're having conversation. You, you do, mm. You're doing the best interviews where you're having conversation with somebody. And yeah. it's organic. You it's know? not like. Mm. This is a structure I'm following. Mm-hmm. It's just you having a chat and it just flows really naturally. Oh, you might thanks. write a couple of questions down and it's yeah. like there, but it's yeah. fucking guideline yeah. shit. You know? I, I always joke joke around and say if I if I took um, all the ums and ahs out of there, the podcast would be really <laughs> short. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was saying after after we did one, yeah. I probably said like um, um. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think I said like you know about 400 times. Everyone has one of those you know, like verbal you know, ticks that you know, they come you know. back to. Yeah. It's always those, for me, it's always like when, you, when you're doing something or interview or I, I used to do a lot of phone interviews, like mm. working for street press mags and I'd interview mostly drama-based artists and shit like that. And you get to the point in conversation where it's like, you know, you've got all these questions but you're, you're in the middle of something and then it's just this pause and it's like, is he, is he going to say something more? Yeah. <laughs> or am I going to, jump in with a question and then the pause lengthens and then you're like and then you both talk at once and it's like ah shit yeah I do a lot of that because at first I used to be really um, scared of having a a pause in the uh, in the conversation I was I was afraid of white noise you know don't worry about that and I'm I'm self-taught and I don't know I just sort of plugged the microphone in and started talking so like whenever there was a pause I would have to quickly jump in and try to ask a next question or Mm -hmm. something like that and I realised what I was doing. I was cutting off um, people from, like, they would speak at surface level, but then you let them talk through that pause and then they really start opening up and, and telling mm. the real answer to the question you've asked, you know. So now I try and hold back. It and, happens sometimes, though. Yeah. Like, you get excited to ask a question or to go more in depth and you can't help but break into that question sometimes, yeah. like I just did then. No, nah, it's all good. <laughs> but also the, fir- the first few episodes I... I spoke like I was on the phone, whereas like when the person, mm. other person was talking, I was like, hmm, yeah, 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 hmm, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Are you doing this, like, are you doing yeah. it in person or are you doing it? Yeah, I, yeah. I try and do as many in person as possible, <laughs> mm-hmm. but obviously geographically. Um, Skype. Yeah, I, I use Skype, just got mm. a recorder, just, plug, just got a Skype recorder thing, just go, all right, have a chat to them for 15 minutes beforehand, break the ice and that, and then just hit record and go into it. Do you uh, like monitor how many like listeners and stuff you get and has it gone up like yeah, drastically I, 
it go it's constantly going up, mm, yeah. but I try not to look. Yeah. Because it's like I think it's, it's I think yeah. there's nothing worse than holding back the numbers than fucking checking them and caring about them, you know. <coughs> no, but uh, but it it's going it's going up. Like last I checked, it's had like like I don't know over thirty thousand downloads. Yeah, that's like good, that. man. So yeah, yeah, and like. 50 it's time. Fifty different well, countries you know? and stuff like that. So it's time, like yeah. you know, when you're building an audience with these things and yeah. you're doing that. Yeah. And a lot of the time, I think some people get into doing these kind of things for the wrong reason. Like they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to build a big audience. I'm going to become like social media influencer." Blah. blah, blah. Fuck yeah. you, can't. Like, well, yeah. You know, it's it's. You, but when people do it for genuine reasons, mm. you find people gravitate towards that yeah, kind sure of thing, is. right? Yeah. Like. Mm. Even even social media accounts or podcasts and stuff like that, like they gravitate towards the the spread. Uh, I, I had a word and it just went because that's maybe yeah. four beers down, and you know. <laughs> yeah, but you're enjoying the experience, right? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving. It. It's like a, um, a whole new creative outlet for me. Yeah, and it's like um, it's like I've got. There's so many elements to my life, you know. I've got my home life. I've got, um, like, I do a lot of exercise and stuff like that, and that's a part of my life that I really love. And now I've got my graffiti, I've got my fine art, and I've got my podcast, and I've got, like, so many different How things. How are you balancing these? Please tell me because... No, I've always done it. the I've same, always, yeah. I've always had a million things at once going on, and that's yeah. how I like to live my life because um, I, I just, I try and just put all my time and energy into doing things I really love to do. That's... You know, and since doing the podcast, I've learned to uh, live off my artwork, mm. and so now I'm like I'm not having to give eight hours, eight to ten hours a day to doing a job that I thought I really wanted, but I realised I actually didn't. You know, yeah, that's great. It's yeah. the dream. Yeah, yeah, living the dream, people. Hey, yeah, dream. hopefully, hopefully, I'm not too far off. Yeah, Hopefully, none of us are that far mm. off, right? No, but but you've know, you got to do it out of passion and love i suppose yeah that's true that's it it's, it's and when you dive in as well like because that's the thing you, i did it stupidly i got fed up and just said fuck this and just did it you know yeah. and i did but I, <clears> if i had have had some savings behind me which would have been a wiser way to do it yeah things yeah, would have yeah. been easier and it, that's all i can say if anyone out there who wants to be an artist and they've got their art to a certain level where they're people who are interested in what they're doing just save some money and just fucking do it you know it's it's amazing like you know, I don't know. Like I've I've tried to live off my art for years, like mm. like, but always had a full time job, and it's only since I, I just I, I I stopped working in December last year because I I didn't have any time to work because I was trying to get ready for my exhibition. Yeah, and um, yeah. Luckily for me, I sold a few paintings, and then uh, that funded the next couple of months. And then something came up after that. That was the next month. Then after that, the next month. Then after that, the next month. I guess and the now, more you do it, the more it comes yeah, back yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now yeah. it's like, all right, this is my job. And I'm actually like applying for art grants and, and prizes and entering like competitions and submitting art to galleries for exhibitions man, yeah. and, 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 you know, contacting local councils mm. about art projects and just things like that. Because you have the time for it as well. Exactly, right? exactly. And it's like when I'm... I'm still, but I have a cutoff line. Like I never take my um my laptop charger to the studio because mm. it's too easy to spend all oh, day on the laptop going. Good like, can make some money, you know. That's a great idea. Like, artist, I think I did that know, today trying to set up start, fucking something. Yeah, it starts yeah. getting to like twenty percent, and it's like, yeah, fuck this, you know. Close the laptop and get the, you know, start painting because that's what 
it's what I love to do, you know. Yeah. So I just I charge it every night. I t- go to the studio, but I never bring the charger. So like you can you, serve it yeah. so that you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's a great way. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I was just saying. Um, like, coming off my show, mm. like obviously you know you've had a couple, but did you find, you know, what you just said? Like you're living off your artwork now. Mm-hmm. You kind of um, took that sort of momentum from your last show, which was a great show. Mm. And like you said, you sold a couple of pieces and yeah. stuff, but you've kind of taken that momentum and started to really like realize that dream of living off your art. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. And also a, th- a few things that I did as well is I um, looked for locations where I could paint large scale <laughs> murals. Cause no, I never had the chance to paint any big murals anywhere. Like, cause yeah. like lots of people, it but happens for lots of people, well. but I, yeah. I, I just never had that opportunity, you know? So um, I found a big wall and I asked someone if I could do it and I bought all the paint and I went and did it myself. And it's funny because just like yesterday I got an email from like a really famous artist who saw that mural and they loved it oh, really? and they want to work with me on a project. And Can't tell us about it, can you? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to um, put names in in the hat and jinx anything but yeah, uh, I'll talk, tell you guys once the cameras are off I'd love to hear but oh, fuck I'll tell you what man I was fucking <laughs> <laughs> and then also like I got called up today about a um, you know an art festival is happening up in Darwin later in the year and they want Sick. to get me on board to paint a big go. mural and it's yeah. like this is all yeah. from, because I just put myself out there to try to get murals for myself and you know I know that like I don't want to be a mural artist, but I want to paint some murals. You want to paint you some shit. Yeah, you yeah, want to get like, them done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everyone else yeah. is doing it. It's, a, it's like having your own billboard, you know. Yeah. So, um, what, do you, what do you want to do? Like, you want to keep doing bench talk, you want to keep painting, you want to paint yeah, some murals. What yeah. else? I really want to, um, like, I've been to a lot of big galleries around the world on my travels, and, like, I always like to check out art. And also I used to work at um, Christie's at the Auction House in London. Okay. And so I've seen a lot of high-end art. And I've always I've seen lots of different names, and I thought I want to be one of those names. Mm. And it's like, why can't I? These people are doing it. Why can't I do it? And that's always been my mentality with anything to do in life. If someone's already done it, it can it can be done. So is legacy important to you? Leaving yeah. some kind of legacy of, of uh, what well, you've fuck, done. You know, when you're dead, you're dead. You know, yeah, but like, true. I'd like to. You know, you I, want to experience it though. Uh, the way the way I see it is, if if you die. And then no one's talking about you, you're truly dead. Whereas mm. if you die and people are still talking about you, you're still alive in mm. one way. In, in you live on in a bit, you know, yeah. You're living on, you the know, like Picasso and all this sort of stuff, you know. They're living on, Howard Arkley, all those people, you mm. know, because people are still talking about them. If they died, they, they, no one give a, go a fuck about any of their paintings and they all ended up in hard rubbish or whatever, you know, like that's when you, you're truly dead. Like I don't have any kids, I don't care to have kids and all that sort of stuff, you know. So I'm, I prefer to have a legacy through my art. It's mm-hmm. like, a good way of yeah, saying it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because I think, um, you know, as creatives, we all know how important inspiration is. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all been inspired mm-hmm. by people mm-hmm. that we look up to and I think all of this blood, sweat and tears that we put into this thing that we love, mm-hmm. it's gotta we be can be those game, guys right? for someone else, mm-hmm. you know, and if we can we're dead and someone like looks at our work and is inspired to pick up the pen or the tin or whatever it is. You're right. I think that's you know, all I really I think give a shit about as that's well. That's something special yeah. in that. Yeah, if I can yeah. help somebody along the way or like in any way kind of contribute to 
them meeting their creative dream or like them reaching a goal or helping yeah. them in some way like that's I mean, don't, yeah i mean don't get me wrong i do this for myself first of course because i fucking love this shit mm. as we all do but mm. there's something special in that you know like you know so, i mean you know someone that you don't know just says i really love your work and you inspire me mm. then, man you know it's fucking a nice thing you know, I don't get that yeah. all the time by any means, but once or twice, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's it's awesome. Feels good. Hey, do, you want to, do you want to hear something funny? Yeah. Um, I got I got interviewed by um by the city of Melbourne for a book on an art <laughs> book the other day. Yeah. They asked me who my um favorite artists are, and I said you was one of them. Yay! <laughs> See, this is where you need a kiss on the cheeks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I wanted to mention, like, I was mentioning lots of old artists and I said, and there's a lot of new artists who I really like too and I threw you in there, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, yeah. see, you know. I love it. You know, to make this a mush fest, but what, what Tom was saying I before about artists that you, you look up to validating your shit, mm. there you go. There yeah. you go. Beautiful way go. to end the show, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I just, I just want to thank both of you guys for coming and just fucking hanging out and chatting and... I've I've uh, actually learned a bit myself tonight, so that's um pretty fucking great. And thank you very much for first show. So um, thanks for having us. Now it's gonna be really hard to top this one. But no no worries. I just came for the beer and pizza. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you got. (laughs) (laughs) So did I. It's been good. good. I came here for beer and pizza. But thanks so much for coming and helping us out with this. And. um, Yeah, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure. Never try and top them. Always just make them, try to make them all good. You That's a good point. Yeah. So. That's great. Not in competition with yourself. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. And um, thank you to anybody that's uh, watching and listening. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To find out more about today's guest, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you'll find all previous episodes and images of the guest's artwork. Also, follow us on Instagram bench underscore talk there you can keep up to date with all things that are happening with the podcast bench talks also streaming on soundcloud and facebook just simply search for bench talk podcast or you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes while you're there don't forget to rate and review it helps get the word out and if you like the podcast don't forget to tell a friend thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode bye